0: Welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. Hope everyone had a safe and happy Thanksgiving. We're back at it this week with one new title shipping to stores, and fans can look forward on Wednesday, November 29th. Army of Darkness number 12 from writer James Kohoric and artist Fernando Blanco, with cover art by Nick Bradshaw, Kevin Sharp, Fernando Blanco, and Philip Sablik. The penultimate issue. Next up, unlucky issue number 13 in the death of Ash. With Dracula in his rearview mirror, Ash turns his attention to a mysterious hot dog themed cult that is reportedly responsible for selecting him as the chosen one. Tracking the cultists to their lair in the bowels of the Weenie World fast food chain, Ash discovers the truth about his past and the real source of the dead eye torment that has followed him his entire life is revealed. And you will not believe who it is. Fans, ask your local retailer about the AOD number 12 Kevin Sharp and Nick Bradshaw Virgin Incentive covers. Now, there's a few things to note on this one. One is the artist's change, and the other is a misprint that caused the delay of the book. First up, regular AOD artist Kevin Sharp is working on another project for us. So, the last two issues of AOD, we called up pinch hitter Fernando Blanco to take over number 12 and number 13. Though for number 13, we have a special guest artist providing the final page of that series, but more on that later. Fernando's stuff looks great, and we hope you agree, and we hope you check out the issue and let us know what you think. As far as the misprint and the delay, some copies of Army of Darkness number 12 were misprinted and display number 11 as the cover's issue number instead of number 12. We were unable to detect this error before the book shipped to Diamond, so as a result, we request that retailers explain the misprint to their customers and sell any misprinted copies at regular cover price. Now, last week, previews hit store shelves, and in it was all the info you need to know to make for a Dynamite February. Now, we encourage all of our fans, of any of our titles, to let your local retailer know what titles you want so that he can support them and have them on hand for when they ship. With that in mind, let's take a quick trip through the highlights of Dynamite's February. First up, Battlestar Galactica Cylon Apocalypse No. 1, written by Javier Grillo, Markswatch, with art by Carlos Rafael, covers by Jim Starlin, Pat Lee, Michael Golden, and Carlos Rafael, all shipping an equal ratio. This month, we're presenting an all new Battlestar Galactica event featuring the dynamite debut of Javier Grillo, Markswatch. You know, the guy behind such hit shows as Lost and Medium. And he unleashes the Cylon Apocalypse. Dual revelations rock the ragtag fleet as a routine viper patrol puts them on the edge of a bizarre scene. As the Cylon Baystar crashes into an ocean-covered world, Adama and Starbuck discover a bizarre creature that appears to be a Cylon centurion engulfed by diseased flesh. The Cylons are sick, and the apocalypse has begun. Grillo, Marks Watch is joined by Battlestar artist Carlos Rafael along with colorist Carlos Lopez for the special comic book events and of course we're featuring covers from the legendary Mike Golden, the modern master Pat Lee, colonial warrior Carlos Rafael and master of all things time and space Jim Starlin. Don't miss it. Javier lives and breathes classic Battlestar so old and new fans are going to want to check this out. All four issues are written, all uh, scripts are being drawn now and this is going to be a great classic Battlestar Galactica series. Uh, speaking of classic Battlestar, we had even more discussion last week at the Dynamite Boards about our chosen direction. And a clever fan took my suggestion of creating a petition to present us with a mandate to continue the original series in our comics. Now you can find the petition at www.ipetitions.com petition beyond the hand of God Galactica. You also see it at our message board in the petition thread under Classic Battlestar Galactica. I want to thank Martok2112 for putting it all together and for the intelligent discourse about the series. Also debuting in February, Witchblade: Shades of Gray, number one, written by Leia Moore and John Repion, with art by Steven Segovia, covers by Billy Tan, Ebass, and Steven Segovia. Shrouded in mystery. The Witchblade has known many friends and many foes in its long history, but it has never faced such a mystery as the troubled Dorian Gray. Now, the two meet in a special Dynamite Top Cow crossover event. In the first issue, we follow Detective Sarah Pizzini and her new rookie partner as they race to stop a murdering madman. Waiting and watching in the shadows is the enigmatic Gray, who may or may not be the murderer they seek. With the action spanning the globe, as well as exploring Gray's troubled past, this is an event not to be missed. Featuring a story that spans the ages from the deft hands of writers Leia Moore and John Repion, which Blade Shades of Grey also features the dynamite debut of artist Steven Segovia and an all star roster of cover artists, including Billy Tan, E. Bass, and Segovia. And Segovia is one of our new exclusive talents. Look for more work from him to follow this miniseries, which will last four issues. And this is our first project with dynamite exclusive writers. Leia Moore, and John Rebion. And next month, you'll see our second project with them as we launch a series with them that should turn a few heads and possibly turn those heads all the way around. That's kind of a hint, but not really. Also in February, Giant Size Red Sony number 1, featuring an all-new story by Michael Avon Oming and artist Ron Adrian, as well as classic Sonya stories from the likes of Doug Mensch, Howard Shaken, and more. Cover art by Mel Ruby and Howard Shaken in a 50-50 split. This is a Red Sonja 35th Anniversary Historic Event, the very first Giant Size Red sonia. Featuring an all-new story by Red Sonja writer Michael Avon-Oming and artist Ron Adrian, Giant Size Red sonia number 1 also contains a selection of classic, never-before-reprinted material, all remastered and recolored. Included are episode by Roy Thomas and John Buscema, remastered by Jose Villarubia, and that was originally presented in Conan Saga number 49, we also have The Wizard of Red Sonia* Show by Frank Thorne, remastered in color from the very first time. And we're including the original text and photo materials, and this was originally presented in Cull and the Barbarians. And we also have Red Sonia She-Devil with the Sword from Roy Thomas and Howard Shaken, remastered and in color for the very first time. Now this is a new format for us. And the Oming story uh, ties directly into the events of the very first Red Sonja arc. Ron Adrian, we found to draw it. He's quite a talent. And uh, when you add in all of the classic material presented in color for the very first time, we feel it's a win-win, so don't miss this one. Also, in February, the Dynamite Select Red Sonja statue featuring uh, the art of Michael Turner. Now, the premier Red Sonja statue sold out from Dynamite Select and is now a highly sought-after collector's item. But now, fans and collectors and retailers should not miss this opportunity to add a piece of Red Sonja's 35th anniversary history to their collection. And what a piece. Featuring the first ever 3D reproduction of Michael Turner's cover to Red Sonja No. 1, goes back a ways, this incredible statue stands 13 inches tall and a whopping 11 half inches wide and 13 inches long. Literally, this statue is huge. It's strictly limited. Order years today. It is also advanced, solicited and shipping in May. Red Sonia, She-Devil with a Sword Volume 2, the Aerosmiths Trade Paperback Collection, featuring a cover from fan favorite Jim Lee. The second collection is ready for your bookshelf as Michael Avon Oeming, Mel Ruby, Pablo Marcos, Lee Motor, and Stephen Sadowski unleash the Aerosmiths. This TPB features a reprinting of issues eight through twelve of Red Sonia. And that of course is the series that led to the return of Kulan Goth. We're also including a complete cover gallery and extra bonus material. The classic adventures of Red Sonja continue in February as we present the Adventures of Red Sonia Volume Three. The third volume in the best-selling collection features the classic Marvel Comics adventures of the She Devil with a Sword, presenting the definitive and remastered versions of Red Sonia number eight through number fifteen, the original Marvel series. Featuring the works of Roy Thomas and Frank Thorne, the classic tales are collected here for the very first time. Also in February, look for the Lone Ranger Number no. One Director's Cut. In case you missed out on either the first or second printings, Dynamite is preparing the ultimate Director's Cut edition of Number no. One. This brand new edition features Brett Matthews' original script, Sergio Cariello's designs and thumbnails for the Lone Ranger and for issue Number no. One, and a look at the making of a Lone Ranger page. Also in February, Highlander Number 5, a special done-in-one featuring a story and script from Brandon Jirwa, art from guest artist Kevin Sharp, cover art by Holmes, Pat Lee, and Dave Dorman. Writer Brandon Jerwa is joined by Kevin Sharp for a special New Year's Eve tale of immortal love and loss. This issue also features the very first Dynamite Comics appearance of Duncan MacLeod. The next Highlander arc starts with a bang and will feature Duncan. He has a cheery little tale about a dark quickening and Connor going rogue. Good stuff and the debut of a new series artist. More on him in the weeks to come. And that, of course, will be Highlander number six, shipping in March. We're talking about Highlander number five here, the special done in one New Year's Eve tale. Also in February, Xena, Contest of Pantheons, trade paperback. The first four issues of Dynamite's all-new Xena comic book series, The Contest of Pantheons, are presented here in the very first Dynamite Xena trade paperback collection. Writer John Lehman and artist Fabiano Neves have brought back the warrior princess to great acclaim, and now you can see what everyone else is talking about. Xena and her well-loved cast of friends and villains get in between a feud that reaches all the way up to the heavens as they fight in The Contest of Pantheons. Trade paperback collection features the first four issues of the all-new Xena series and a complete cover gallery. Also a highlight from this month, the Army of Darkness poster book. And I should mention, this is not everything we're shipping in February. I've just kind of hit some of the high points of the month. We'll talk about some of the other February product next week in the podcast. Back to the Army of Darkness poster book, which follows the same format as the Red Sonia cover collection that we did last month, featuring the great art Dynamite has used on the AOD comic book series. Big things are coming Ash's way, and this special anniversary poster book is a great place to start. Look for art by J. Scott Campbell, J.G. Jones, Nick Bradshaw, Gabrielle Delato, Kevin Sharp, and many, many more. Now, commentary has been light over the last week, most likely due to the holiday, but we did have a very large piece up here concerning Highlander in the daily news here in Philly. And Jerome Maida uh, wrote the piece. I got a chance to meet him in Baltimore this past year. He's a great guy. He's a big supporter of comics and a big supporter of the industry. I recommend that you check out the piece. You can read it at philly.com. And also keep up with with him because he does tend to write a good deal about comics, And uh, concerning Highlander, he had a lot of nice things to say, uh, starting with, Dynamite has wisely chosen to launch the series after the events of the first film. This is a smart move as it allows readers to get more into the mythology without being bogged down with the events of the subsequent films and TV show. It also allows the series to take place primarily in the mid-1980s, which is kind of neat, since the decade had a unique feel and to make good use of the Kurgon, a monstrous immortal slain by McLeod in the first film, who is one of the franchise's most popular characters. Jerome also praised our creative team, saying, Michael Avon Oming continues to prove that no one writes these kinds of mythological stories better than he does. Together with Brandon Jerwa, the wealth of possibilities inherent in the Highlander concept look to be mined fully. The art by Lee Motor crackles, and, as is par for the course for Dynamite, the covers for the series are simply stunning. Gabrielle Delato, Dave Dorman, and Tony Harris all did covers for number one. I fully expected to pick up one copy and wound up buying all three. Thanks, Jerome. You can read the whole piece, as I said, at philly.com, and do seek out more of Jerome's writing. He's a big supporter of comics and the industry. Uh, Before we go, let's do a Dynamite Tease of the Week. I mentioned another project with Moore and Repion, and that will be debuting next month, and look for it to be a dynamite take on a popular horror genre that will also feature a couple of undisputed cover artists for this genre. Also next month, another new title from Dynamite. It's not a horror book, but definitely savage in tone. I can say no more. And that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. As always, we can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com, and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call one 888 book.